Hey, and I'm back at Permissionless here in Palm Beach, Florida. This, I love these conferences. You never know who you're going to meet. I, I sort of sit myself in the midst of the uh, hallway and just, you know, see who walks by. And, and I had an interesting conversation last night with Brandon David, who is working in Nashville on a number of different music-related initiatives in the sort of crypto and NFT space. So I thought... Got to get this guy on the show. So welcome to the show. Man, it's an honor to be here with one of the OGs of tech and this from Web 2, Web 1, Web 2, Web 3. So it's it's an honor to be here with you. Yeah, so you know, we met last night at, uh, at one of these parties. You know, I, think, well, I don't even know what the party was. It was some sort of investor party. But I think the most interesting people weren't the investors by far. You know, maybe you can tell uh, listeners a little more about what you're doing. It's, I think it's really, really interesting. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Music City Crypto is committed to building out the local and global Web3 community in Nashville. We teamed up with NFT Nashville, the founders, to help build up micro meetups that lead into major monthly meetups that lead into big conferences. And back to, hey, what's going on Monday or Tuesday? I want to stay here in Music City. Well, Nashville is certainly Music City. It's, you know, we, we've got uh, a number of different initiatives uh, in the music space, as you probably know. Uh, a lot of the stuff we've been doing at this point has it, it been based in Los Angeles. But I think Nashville has a more eclectic sort of music style. Nothing off nothing of L.A. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you know. But Nashville is a different thing. Like, what, what are you, like what's going on in, in that scene right now? Well, first of all, we have some of the best of L.A. coming and joining us in Nashville. Uh, John Mediano. Um, is moving some of his team from he, with, for NFT Nashville and what he's got going on in the marketing world. And so we, we see Nashville not just as a traditional music city for country like it's been known, but we, it's becoming a major epicenter. And so we see, um, you know, a place where tech, music, media, film, um, Web3, when people think of NFTs, they should be thinking of Nashville. Really? So the the Nashville scene, you know, I think like country music sometimes, like in, and maybe sort of bluesy sort of roadhouse style music. What what's the what's the type of music scene that that's coming out there? You know, we're blessed to have guys like Sammy Ariago who just released uh, Meta Girl. He did man uh, an amazing amazing drop on that. Uh, we have. A great urban scene, uh, Monday night, like jazz and blues at the local distro. Um, some we have like beat battles that are happening. Uh, shout out to the beatlist.com. Um, Nashville's not just country music.com is in the mix, so it is becoming obviously people know us for the country music, but we have a lot of people breaking out of the traditional box and saying, like, look, I'm just gonna be me. And, and even guys like Sammy Ariaga are saying. Can't really put a label on me. I'm Web three. I'm genreless. Yeah, and and I, I, one of my previous guests, you know, we were talking. Uh, she, she represented uh, Damon Sharp, who's a EDM music producer. He's he's uh, doing a lot of stuff. And and one of the in, in that conversation, we were sort of discussing sort of the emergence of some of these Web three centric brands uh, that are kind of re reimagined. Like Napster came out yesterday and said. They're now doing Web3. Someone bought the assets, I'm yeah. sure. And and there was a LimeWire announcement that came out, I think, earlier this week that they partnered with Universal Music Group, and they're going to be doing a series of NFT drops and marketplaces, and I guess LimeWire's back. Now, the, the interesting thing, Napster and LimeWire, they, you know, they were famous for you know, the more negative side of, of piracy and, and copyright infringement. Now they're being reinvented as these Web3 properties. I, I, maybe that's a kind of retro, you know, cyber retro sort of you know, thing happening. But 
needless to say, there seems to be a lot of activity in the music space and Web3. Yeah, you know, we have friends at Minting Music who's working with Near Protocol and some others that are reimagining the space with music festivals and things like that. But I mean, guys like Sean Parker, I mean, they were just ahead of their time, right? So Napster helped make way for the Bonnaroo's and Coachella's and also the Spotify's and MySpace's. So that now I think we're in a better place. It's not a financial tug of war as much. It's a exodus out of some of the old ways, but some of the ways that we're working are going to work really great in this space. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I agree. And I think that a lot of the sort of, you know, ideas behind some of the, I, I think you almost call them Web1 sort of, um, you know, file sharing platforms that emerged in the late 90s and early 2000s, you know, there was this sort of decentral sort of anti-establishment around it, like music wants to be free. Or, and this, you know, keep in mind, this is before the iTunes existed and, and the sort of, you know, centralized repositories of vast amounts of music and and when you look back at let's say the early versions of Napster it was never intended to be like a, a piracy channel it was meant to be a distribution channel and the problem was we never got the chance to sort of fully execute on our vision for what these platforms could do ultimately I think what we wanted it to be was a mechanism to get new music into the you know the ears of people who could, who weren't able to discover it and having a channel to monetize those through listening. So if you listen, you get paid, and, and the best would get paid more. And, but Sony and damn you Metallica w- ended up saying you know no that that's not gonna because they only saw the negative. And, and just an aside, I loved Metallica up until they sued us. But anyway. You know, I think you bring up a great point. Um, and Web3 is kind of like the bridge of a lot of these legacy guys are able to get on board because they can kind of, they can control their intellectual property. But I'm grateful for what you guys did because that helped open up me and my friends to groups like Jack Johnson, um, G Love and the Special Sauce, OAR, Dispatch. You guys put a wave out there that some of the groups in the traditional business weren't able or in a position to ride that wave. And for better or for worse, they did what they felt they had to do. But many, many groups, whether you call them Web 2 phenomenons or whatever, I mean, like there was tours that were birthed with Pharrell and NERD, the Liquid Mix tour that Sprite sponsored, where Slightly Stupid and OAR and The Roots and all these groups where they it was really genreless or blending, genre blending festivals that emerged that nobody gave you guys necessarily the you know you guys took a lot of hits but so so you look at guys like uh the free ross.org where ross was made an example of um some people were made an example of but those who can pivot um and upgrade into this space i think it's it's time to shine yeah i i I agree i think that there's there's this new opportunity to reimagine not just intellectual property and, and, and the creator economy and how music and content and whatever you want to call it is is created and distributed and owned and, and how value is, is a, you know, the, the very concept of value is changing. And I think that's what's exciting about Web3. People get caught up in the, you know, which blockchain it is, which token it is. Like, to me, who cares? It, it's not, you know, that, that's like, a, that's like saying, you know, looking at Web 2 and saying, what database are you using? You know, yes, MySQL database was critical to Web 2, but does anyone care? No. It's it's what you could do with these technologies and what you could build with these technologies that ultimately define the sort of Web 2 generation. And I think we're in a similar inflection point around content and, you know, art and 
Any, any, you know. Man, I think you're hitting it on the head. It's not, and it, it's, it's. I think in this world, it's going to be much less about gimme, gimme, gimme. My name's Jimmy, and me, me, me. Look at me, and me. More like, hey, what can we do together? We're entering into a realm of cool collaboration, and I think the reemergence of mixtapes and those kind of things, where you had DJs collaborating with different artists and different features, we're entering into a world of traditional songs and albums are still going to be there but what you can do with the stem files what you can do with the remix what you can do with the utility wise of tying what you're doing to a cool once a year shindigger party that people can go to regularly look at what vcon gary v is doing and these are the people who are paving the way and our friends at freedom with nfts people like yourselves um, are paving, literally paving the way again um, and are willing to maybe have some proverbial mud on their face but don't care because they can always go to the waters, wash it off, and keep it moving. Well, unfortunately, sometimes the pioneers get shot, and I hope that, that that's not an inappropriate uh, again, an analogy, but you know, it, 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 it's a double-edged sword to be early. And one of my uh, problems over the years is I've been chronically early, uh, you know, whether it was you know, the work with Napster or cloud computing or whatever. And, and I think you know, I'm okay with that. I, I, you know, it's, it's, I'd rather be on the bleeding edge than, than following, and that's always been sort of my, my downfall, I suppose, but you know, why not? You know, what's cool is like we got like these cool things called Y Web 3 bulletproof vests, and they come in the form of a community. Yeah, I, I, love, uh, I love that. So, wh where can our listeners learn more about you and what, what you're up to? Absolutely. Great question. Uh, MusicCityCrypto.com, www.MusicCityCrypto.com. And for uh, any new listeners, you can check us out on fungibility.co. Every episode, we include uh, a, a series of challenges. You'll see the widget on the on the top left-hand part of the website. You, you can get points and crypto and NFTs by answering various questions that our super talented executive producer, Laura, will mo no doubt be putting around this. So uh, appre appreciate the time to talk to, to us today. Man, what an honor, man. Appreciate all that you and your team have done uh, this far. I look forward to building together in the future. And this is Rube at Fungibility, live from Permissionless.